Hey everyone, welcome to episode 37 of Layout. Today we are talking all about the new MacBook Pros and what is making us sad and what is making us happy. Also, no Thunderbolt displays, we are also sad. We briefly talk about Microsoft uh, innovating, but that's cool. So stick around, let's get to the show. So I hear that we have some follow-up, and it's a, it's a funny, interesting, scary one. We Last episode, we talked about uh, episode one of uh, Black Mirror. Uh, if you haven't watched it, do it! Um, but basically, in that episode, like the, the whole theme of it, it was in the future, people rate other people, and you have like a score based on like social interactions and stuff. And apparently, I mean, I read this on, on Reddit. Uh, you also found it, you put it in the show notes. Uh, like it was the timing was awesome, <laughs> but basically, and this is real life. Uh, China wants to give um, all of its citizens a score, right? And the rating could affect every area of their lives. The Communist Party. I'm reading, by the way, if you haven't noticed, the Communist Party wants to encourage good behavior by marking by marking all of its people using online data. Those who fall short will be denied basic freedoms like loans or travel. <laughs> It's just so perfect. <laughs> I was like, not not to spoil anything in the show, but <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, uh, this is amazing. It's too perfect. This is real life. Like, it's not it's not in place. Like, this is not happening right now. But they they're trying to put this in place. My my question is 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 Black Mirror inspired by by what they're trying to do? Or, or is the Communist Party watching Black Mirror? And I'm like, this sounds like a great idea. <laughs> Let's implement it. Or, or uh, it's just a natural tendency, where, like where we are going to. I feel like that's even more scary. <laughs> it's like it's like House of Cards trying to make this super dramatic story of like in politics, and then we have Trump, and even the showrunners uh, have said like, yeah, we couldn't, we can't top that, like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but but that is is almost like okay. Reality turns out reality is better than than fiction. This is like this is exactly the same. And what it reminds me of is uh, Silicon Valley. When when mm. I heard about the uh, the story that they put people on like on the roof when they're not assigned to any project, I was like, Wait, is that that's real? crazy. And then like a week later, I read an article <laughs> that like Google has a bunch of employees on basically a retainer that like don't work on any project or anything, but uh, they just pay in case they need them at some point. <laughs> wow. Like, holy shit. Like that stuff is actually happening. This is bananas. Man, real life is crazy. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this comic in The New Yorker? As, it was like a, a comic, uh, not a comic book artist, but like, um, I don't know, like just an artist that draws like these mm. little like funny <laughs> comic strips. And oh, he's like strip, drawing yeah. something and it's it's someone that comes in the, the room and is like, stop, Trump did it. <laughs> <laughs> it's making a writer's job just harder. Yeah. Uh, this is for follow up. All right topics we have to talk about this because it was an apple event and there are new macbook pros and not only that uh, the internet went crazy 
as it does. As it does. But like <laughs> when Apple announces something, there's always controversy, right? Uh, because it's Apple and because people on Twitter are very vocal. But every time Apple announces something, we, we see on Twitter, you know, on the internet in general, people that are happy with it and are kind of like defending Apple and people that are super angry at Apple. Like, why did it do X, whatever. This time, though, I feel like the vast majority of people lean into the we are angry at Apple side. More than usual. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. So uh, what happened was, if you don't read the internet, <laughs> what happened was um, Apple announced uh, new MacBook Pros. And the big uh, new feature in, I don't know, the breakthrough in... <laughs> innovation was uh, something that they are calling the touchpad not touch strip magic touch pad bar touch bar <laughs> touch bar <laughs> touch bar ding 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 um which is uh this small strip that Show goes title. in the keyboard <laughs> above your keyboard replacing the function keys and it's this um this screen multi-touch screen oled screen i believe that instead of showing you the function keys, you know, like the volume up and down and brightness and play pause or whatever, and the escape key thing, it, it, like, it shows you different buttons according to the app that you are using. So stuff like it can show you emoji when you're in messages. Uh, it can show you um, like your timeline if you're editing stuff in Final Cut, for example. Uh, it can show you like um, uh, controls to scrub your video or, you know, browse through your photos, stuff like that, which is pretty cool. But... <laughs> Here's what I think the backlash is all about. We have spent so much time without new Macs. Um, famously, uh, like it's a parody almost. Uh, if you if you went to the Mac Rumors buying guide page, like every single Mac had this huge red label alert thing saying "Don't buy," um, because there's been so many weeks, months, and years since an update that. Like, it's obsolete. Uh, for example, the Mac Pro right now, um, actually, I'm trying to get the exact number. Uh, the Mac Pro, you know, the new, the, the, the trash can thing? New. <laughs> new. <laughs> See, that's, that <laughs> just proves my point. Um, the, the, it's, <laughs> it's the can't innovate anymore my ass, MacBook Pro. <laughs> uh, Mac Pro, sorry. Yeah, Mac Pro. So the Mac, <laughs> the Mac Pro, um, it has been... 1,049 days since the last release was on December 2013. <laughs> wow. And it's, it, they're selling it at the same price. So we haven't even seen like a, a price cut. And all of, the, of Apple's computers uh, were slash are in this state. The Mac Mini, I think it's even more. Oh, no. Mac Mini is actually just uh, 700. Anyway, all these computers, basically, we, we've been like five years since like an update to the MacBook Pro, for example. And the backlash, I think, is we have just spent so much time waiting for Apple to announce a new computer, like a new version. And when we, what we got after all this long period of waiting is something that is cool, but it's not like a five-year waiting time <laughs> upgrade. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, I I just don't think that there's going to be an, an upgrade like people want anymore. Like, 
what else can you do? Like, it's we're pretty much down to the like most optimal state of the the MacBook. Uh, I don't buy it. It's just a screen with a keyboard, like, and a trackpad. There's there's really isn't much you can do there. I don't buy it. You can say the same for the iPhone. It's a screen that yeah. you touch. And honestly, it's been three years where the iPhones look exactly the same. Oh, come on. We have an update for the iPhone and iPads. But for the iPhone, every single year. like Sure. Every single year in September, we see new iPhones. And year by year, like some are bigger upgrades than the others. But I would say the, the pace of innovation on the iPhone has been pretty steady. Like year after year, we got like the same amount of innovation, even though you know you can't really <laughs> quantify it but put a number on it but yeah i mean it's it's certainly on a like different upgrade cycle but it's it's also been around for way longer than the iphone has like of course like of course it it changed a lot more in the first years than it did now but i don't know i just feel feel like whatever we have is still pretty good like it's the optimal version of a laptop no i'll give you that but let me give you an example uh the, the previous update to the MacBook Pro line before this one mm-hmm. was when we saw the, the new MacBook Pros with Retina display, right? Mm-hmm. And that, I can't say for sure, but I'm going to say, I think the, the fat unibody uh, MacBook Pros, they came out like 2009, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and, the Retina, and the Retina ones came out, I think, in 2011 or 12. So we're talking about a three to four year span between those two iterations. Mm-hmm. And no one complained, like, well, uh, someone complains every time, but like th- there was no backlash. It was a very good upgrade. Uh, we've seen this beautiful new display. Um, it was way thinner. It was way um, like more powerful. Uh, and yes, we lost, like there was some compromises. We lost the, the CD drive, but we got, for example, HDMI port, which... So, I mean, it was a good balance between innovation, the time we, we, we were waiting for this, and, like, the compromises. This, though, it's like, uh, yeah, that touch bar thing is cool. I, I'll give you that. Uh, it's cool. But I don't see a reason for people who have the older version to upgrade because of that. And uh, I believe that it's a statement to it that it's not that, it's not that important because they even released a new version without it. Right, <laughs> it's not well, like this is gonna change the way you interact with your Mac. It's like, but it's it's a MacBook Air, just in the same shell, right? Yeah, we have also to talk about that. But like, you could say the same thing about the Retina screen, though. Like, they released this new MacBook Pro with an awesome Retina screen, and then they also released the MacBook Air with a non-Retina screen. Like when they released your old one, that you say it was amazing. Like, <laughs> no, they just didn't update it. I well, think it's yeah. yeah, they did. Like, they updated the MacBook Air after this. After releasing the, the mm-hmm. that Retina computer, like they're not saying that it's not important. They're just saying that we want a cheaper option, so we're gonna have to cut components. And I would assume that the Touch Bar is a pretty expensive one. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that one. Honestly, like I think people are way too negative about this. Like it makes no sense to me. Like this is a great upgrade. You don't have to buy it. It's like. If your laptop is working fine, it's working fine. Like, don't upgrade. Um, the 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 ports thing, we'll get used to it. <laughs> like, honestly, like, there's a million examples I could point at, point at to show how everyone loses their shit every time a port gets removed. 
To be honest, like personally, I use my ports for display power, plugging in my mic and plugging in my iPhone. So I will just have to get buy a new um, iPhone cable and use that to plug it in my new Mac MacBook Pro, um, and that's it. Like I won't have to deal with any. I never plug any USB things um, other than than the mic that I have. But if I keep my current display. I'll just plug it in the display. The display has USB ports. I, like, I really have no problems with it. And it's thinner and lighter, which is what I wanted. We also got uh, a new uh, space gray option, which is great. Um, no, I think this is a great machine. Like, we also, like, the display uh, has, like, display P3. It's brighter. We got a worse keyboard, but, I mean... <laughs> That's, uh, we'll see, but uh, some people like it, some people don't. I think I'm probably going to get used to it. Yeah, no, I really like the new keyboard. Oh, well, there you go. I feel like that's a great upgrade. Like, they upgraded so many things, uh, like new, faster processor. Like, I don't I don't even know, like, what more could you want with this? Well, the more can you want, it was like, we want some new innovation. I, I can't tell you what people want, but it was, like, uh, it was a bit of a letdown. Like, we waited six years for this. And I mean, I'm not even on a market to to buy a new Mac. Uh, <laughs> I have my 5K Retina iMac, uh, which I love. It's uh, it's probably one of my favorite Macs ever. Mm -hmm. And I also have this new, the new. <laughs> we have the the MacBook, the one port MacBook. Right. So it's even more severe than <laughs> than the new MacBook Pros, which have uh, four, mm -hmm. or the the cheaper one has yep. two. I have to carry a lot of dongles. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's a pain in the ass. Um, which which dongles do you carry? So I carry one single dongle that has like uh, so you plug USB C on one end and mm -hmm. the other one you have uh, another USB C for charging. Uh, you have a an HDMI and a USB mm -hmm. one. So HDMI and USB, and then I also have to carry a SD card reader thingy, and that's really annoying because it's big. And then for example, if I'm just shooting a vlog or something, I'm on the road. Uh, I want to import the footage to the computer. I'll have to plug the the SD card reader into the dongle that goes into the computer. So it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like this huge apparatus here. And then um, I can't plug anything else because um, uh -huh. I only have one USB port. It's it's like it's annoying. It's annoying. You have to carry that all around you. If I forget it, like it only happened like once or twice, I forgot the dongle, like in my backpack or mm -hmm. whatever. Um, and it, you're kind of screwed. <laughs> it's not like it's not cool. It's doable. It's all right, but it's mm -hmm. a pain in the ass. Uh, <laughs> it's like yeah, but I mean that's not that's not the problem for me. Uh, but like for example, I don't see most of all this like Apple changing ports. It's like we are designing for the future. Technology will get there eventually. I mostly agree uh, with that statement. But for example, SD card readers, I don't see camera companies. Uh, changing the way they work. Uh, they are notoriously like very slow to adapt new technology or whatever. Um, and so like I don't see anytime soon a, a Canon camera, for example, coming out with, I don't know, with USB Type-C, for example, or whatever. I, but I don't think they're waiting on the camera companies to, to update their, their cameras. They're waiting on well, all the, the people to switch to iPhones as their main camera. 
Like that's that's their bet. I mean, most people take pictures with their their iPhone and they're fine. No, I agree. I agree. They are designing this for the majority of people. And like, if we're honest here, like, if Apple doesn't do this, no one ever will. Like, no one's ever gonna ditch the VGA port if Apple doesn't yeah. ditch it. You know, no, uh, they're I the agree. only ones that can do it. And like, people are always asking, "Oh, I want like." more innovation, I want like something different. And like, as soon as they change something that you used to have, people always complain and are like, oh, this is the end of the world. They're, they don't care about pros anymore, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, like, would you like, just let them like do the changes that they want to make to this computer? History of proven many, many times that, we're always fine. Like, it's never a big deal. And I don't know. To me, this is a great machine. The only thing that I would say is, like, uh, I would put in the, like, minus column is the whole, like, headphone situation. So, like, okay, you most, most people, you buy an iPhone, um, and that iPhone doesn't have a headphone jack. Uh, but that's that's all right because you got these sweet new lightning headphones, um, and you use it with your iPhone and everything. And now you go and you buy a new Mac. They're like, cool, sweet. I'll be able to use my my headphones. Oh, wait a minute, <laughs> that doesn't work here. Um, mm-hmm. That's just weird. Like if you're doing everything right the way that Apple wants it to be, you're still kind of stuck. And like the only way around that is to get AirPods, but yeah, they just seem like too expensive for like people to just go and use that. I think when they they're able to package AirPods with the iPhone, then like problem solved, I guess. But right now, it's just like a really weird story around how you should be listening to your music. They obviously want us to switch to Bluetooth. The alternative was to have a Lightning port on the Mac, which would make no sense. Um, just for that, for like that one year until Bluetooth mm-hmm. is more like mainstream. So I guess they're just a compromise. And most people still use the headphone jack. Okay, let, let, let me tell you this, paint, paint you this amazing uh, story. Word picture. <laughs> so what if, what if Apple switched to USB-C everywhere and every single port on every single device was USB-C. So that means you could use the same cable for your iPhone to plug directly to your Mac. It's USB-C on both ends. You can plug your your um, your headphones directly in your Mac, in your iPhone. You can you could charge your, your AirPods with all that same cable. You could use that everywhere with anything. Like that would be amazing. And I know they don't don't want to do that because they don't want to let go of that sweet licensing money. But to me, that's like the one thing that that feels like an Apple strategy tax in a way that like <laughs> they really want you to use this for n- absolutely no reason, and it's hurting users. I don't think it's the tax money. I guess I guess the the second one is okay. The the port is a bit thicker than the um, the Lightning uh, port. I, I like I'm looking at my iPhone here, and like you could still get thinner with. Uh, uh, <laughs> by having the um, the USB C port and like any thinner than that, like the iPhone would be so thin that it would be like pretty incredible. And I think they have a long way to go. And then 
I feel like they're not like they're not buying that much time either. Like if like the difference between the, these two ports is really not that huge. And I'm I'm looking at these MacBook Pros right now. Even like in what are you get, they gonna do in five years? Like they're gonna have to figure something else out, right? Like I don't know. Like, I think the new update is gonna be like in fifteen years. I think. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> But I just feel like, okay, Apple, like if, if you want a thinner port, like you're the richest com- tech company and you're probably the most influential co- tech company, like can't you just not work with the standards people come up with a good standard that everyone can use? Like that would be amazing. Or like, I don't know, just switch to lightning for everything that you have and just like embrace the fact that you're proprietary and like, have people make their like lightning printers and whatnot like so lightning is not as capable as thunderbolt and usbc um but they make it though like <laughs> there's nothing that prevents it from being well they started out with lightning uh, usbc came later yeah uh, and the whole world like grabbed their pants when they switched from the 30 pin connector to lightning uh, so they really didn't want to make this huge jump. And the benefits were not as clear to change it. Uh, now, uh, or in one year or two, they can be more apparent. But also, I, I feel like they've missed a chance with the iPhone 7. Um, if they were to make the switch, I feel like the iPhone 7 would be the perfect place where they are ditching the headphone jack. And like now, if they if they change in the iPhone 8 to USB-C, it's like... All right, so a year ago, we just told you, no, all headphones are going to be lightning. And we <laughs> yeah. have all these new you know, companies making lightning headphones. And a year later, they say, uh, f- uh, forget about lightning. Let's <laughs> USB Type-C. No, that, that is, that's the one. Trust me. I mean, okay, to sum up, uh, this is a good upgrade. Uh, this is a solid upgrade. I was just disappointed that this is what we got after so long of waiting. And it's not just the fact that I waited so long and now it's this. It's that... I know that it's going to be like 10 years before we see an update or even if we see any update, uh, like major update, not just like we bumped the processor. The resources Apple is putting in the Mac, uh, they are very low and it's it's probably a good uh, business move. Uh, I mean, now the Mac is m- making them less money than services, <laughs> for example. Like it's it's a very small um, a slice of their uh, revenue so it makes some business strategy but in my heart i wanted to believe that the mac is is and always will be a very important you know thing for apple uh even if it it's not making them that much money they still want to i mean for god's sake I, I bet all apple employees use macs um like they have designers and developers and engineers and stuff uh speaking of which kind of related uh, we were waiting on a Thunderbolt display, like a Retina display, since forever. And they have released one, but not them specifically. They have partnered with LG, um, and together they've created this ugly-ass display <laughs> with plastic. Um, but it has the same... It's a 5K display, so it has the, it has the same P3 color gamut that we see in the IMAX. But it's ugly as hell and it's plasticky and it's made by LG. So I'm I'm so mad. 
just like when I think it was Schiller. So like, oh, we have this sweet, this flavor, you guys. We've partnered with LG to make this. I was like, no, <laughs> this is horrible. Like it's looks like a piece of crap. Like who made this? Like I can't believe. Like do, does Johnny Ive have to sit in front of this ugly LG display all day? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think there is somewhere with an Apple this amazing, beautiful, like metal and glass display that they're using. But no, the, this is what they release. This is what they expect me to want to use. Like this is just disgusting. I don't. Ah, uh, uh, I'm so mad. <laughs> I'm very happy with my iMac, by the way. <sighs> and like, look at that camera. Like the the bezel isn't even on the, every side. Like, what's going on here? Oh, this is, I'm so, so mad. And like, I guess now my options are either get this and have to stare at the that LG logo all day or buy an iMac. But the thing is, I don't want either. <laughs> like, I need to be able to take my laptop. Like, You can buy an iMac and use it as a display. Well, not right now, <laughs> that's for sure. Because you can't... You can't power the current iMac as a display because it doesn't have Thunderbolt 3. Right, right, right. So That's it's true. either buy an iMac and have a separate laptop for meetings and stuff, which is like less than, than ideal for multiple reasons. That's my setup. Or I buy this um, and get Retina screen that I wanted forever, but I have this ugly display. Or I keep the current display that I have and just use the dongle and use that which is? for a while. Uh, the Thunderbolt uh, cinema display. I just like, yeah. why not just put it in the current body? <laughs> like, that'd be fine, guys. Like, make it like two thousand dollars. Who cares? <laughs> like, you can charge literally whatever you want for it. I will still buy it. Like, I like, oh, I'm so mad. <laughs> like, I I know they must not be selling incredible quantities of this thing, but surely, like, so many startups, like, just buy, like, let's, like, bring in a crate of, like, 50 of them. Like, they're just everywhere. Every single startup <sighs> has uh, MacBook Pros for employees, and everyone has a Thunderbolt display. Ah, it's so frustrating. I don't know why they're doing this to me. <laughs> Welcome to Layout, a podcast where two designers complain about Apple. <laughs> it's a shame. Uh, it is a shame. Again, I was not going to buy one, but I would love the option. <laughs> uh, I never had a Thunderbolt display because I, so I was in college and I had a MacBook Pro, the fat one, and then I got the Retina one uh, on my last year in college. So I was on Retina. And then that year when I could slash would buy an external display, you know, because I worked I was on Retina, so I didn't want one <laughs> because I it really did not want to look at non-Retina screens. So mm -hmm. I would prefer to work on my, at the time, 15-inch MacBook Pro with a Retina display than to stare at the 24 or whatever inch um, non-Retina screen. So I, I hold off, and then I hold off, and then I hold off, and then, uh, well, what the hell? They... <laughs> They well the technology is there. They can't really produce like manufacture that huge retina screen because of the costs. But then they released a 5K iMac, and I'm like, ha! All right, so the technology <laughs> is there now. So give me my sweet external display, and nothing, in nothing. And I said, well, screw it. I'm gonna buy an iMac. 
So, so like I missed, I completely missed the whole window of buying this place. And at some companies that I worked at, uh, they gave me like this 1080p uh, external display uh, and I never use it. Like I plugged it in, but I like my main, like in front of me was my laptop and then I had like on the side for like Slack or something, I don't know. Or like Safari or just to test uh, a website on non retina screen. <laughs> yeah, I just can't use a laptop. Like it's really not good for my neck. Um, so I have to use a display. I used to use this um, stand for your laptop. A high rise one, I uh, believe. Yeah. Um, it was cool. It was, it was all right. But then at that point, might as well get a display. Right. No, but I had one, uh, but it was like on the side. Right. So imagine a raised MacBook Pro with an inch, you know, like in front of me mm-hmm. and then by on my side I had that. Yeah. Anyway, um, another thing that I wanted to talk about slash complain. So it's not specifically about the new MacBook Pros, but it's about the whole MacBook line that we have right now. I don't know if I told this story here in the show, but uh, I'm going to say like three weeks ago, uh, my mom was in town. Uh, she, she, she came to visit me and I am pretty sure I told the story. Uh, and she has a 2010 MacBook Air, like even before they had the backlit keyboard. So <laughs> really old. Oh, is it the second generation or the first one? So it's the first one. Oh, so it has a little door thing for the USB ports? No, no, that's the first generation. It's the second one. Okay, but it's like, the second one. Okay. The the second one didn't come with a backlit keyboard and then like right. six months after or so whatever they updated. Anyway. Right, right, right. So a very, a very old MacBook Air. Mm-hmm. And she's uh she really needs a new computer and she was in town and because i'm the it guy of the family of course she asked me uh, which computer should i should she get and i did not know what to answer uh, uh and i told her you know what uh apple is um, rumored to announce new mac so maybe hold off on that and have you considered an ipad um and we even went to the store so so she could try one ipad out and stuff here's Here's some context. So my mom is a teacher, right? Um, I don't know exactly like how you say in English or in American education system. It's like the, the first year, so from seven year old to like 11 or whatever. Uh, small kids. And she works uh, at this public school in Portugal, meaning that um, the projectors don't even have HDMI, for example. <laughs> and uh, printers, they can't print like via Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. You have to plug in USB. And... <laughs> And she has to use uh, Office, uh, Microsoft Office, like Word and Excel and stuff. Even like Google Docs, that's not a thing. Which is like still to me, I was I was very surprised with the state of technology in that area, because you know I I hear on podcasts and stuff that you know in schools, um, people are going crazy over uh, Google Docs. That's what they use. Um, yeah, but not here apparently. So even I was surprised. So it's really it's a hard sell to tell my mom to buy an iPad, even though she was really interested, like in the idea of working from an iPad, Mm -hmm. like it's not, it's just going to be so much trouble. Um, Yeah. Like like the documents, uh, editing stuff in in Word, for example, they're not going to look exactly the same. And she has to learn. For anyone like using it for work, like I just can't recommend an iPad. (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no. So even though she really liked the idea of it, in practice, I feel like she would, would be really miserable <laughs> working on an iPad. Um, so so let's go with the Mac. She has a Mac, even though she has 
a lot of complaints. I feel like she she just complains because she needs to complain about something. Uh, I love you, mom. But <laughs> like, <laughs> because, you know, even though, you know, there's Microsoft Office for Mac, uh, there's some weird issues that I've experienced, like trying to troubleshoot <laughs> her computer. But there's this, this, because Microsoft, there's just some weirdness there that... Huh. I'm going to say, like, maybe if she worked from a Windows machine, uh, she would not have those problems. She would have a whole new set of problems, but <laughs> maybe not those ones. So, like, even a Mac is like a hard sell. So I really need to pick her for her, like, a, a good, a perfect Mac for her. And at the time, so pre this uh, event, um, I knew Apple was going to announce Macs uh, soon. So I was like, oh, let's hold on that because right now i can't tell you like macbook air please don't buy that because i feel like macbook air is is a product line waiting to die like yeah <laughs> it doesn't have a retina screen um that bezel well, it's, the screen it's officially is, dead right as of this event no no well they're still selling it but like it's not gonna get updated anymore wait for it uh <laughs> the macbook the one that I'm currently on right now, um, it's like it's perfect in every way, except the little dongles and stuff. Uh, like she would have to deal with that, but it's not like it's not it's not an easy sell. I would really have to have a long talk to her with her to explain dongles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and a MacBook Pro, it would it would be just like I knew they were announcing a new one, so let's wait on that. And right now, after this event, we have these are currently all the computers the the. the laptop computers that apple is selling now and i'm not making this up you can buy the macbook the one port macbook it starts at 12.99 you can buy the macbook air 13 inch so they killed the 11 inch so you can buy the macbook Air 13 inch for 9.99 so a thousand a thousand dollars it's still the cheapest mac you can buy and from a thousand to you know 1200 it's still it's still a big step then you have the macbook pro 13 inch starts at um Twelve hundred, ninety nine, um, but that's the old MacBook Pro, and then you have the MacBook Pro fifteen inch, the old one as well, and then you have the new ones. But you have the new one that doesn't have the new things, <laughs> the one that doesn't have the 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 touch bar, and it starts at fifteen hundred dollars or seventeen hundred dollars, um, or yeah, and then the new ones, so the new ones with all the new fancy stuff start at uh, seventeen hundred like $1,800, which is very, it's very expensive machine. They bumped the prices. Um, and if you want a 15 inch, it's um, $2,400 for God's sake. Jesus Christ. Uh, these yeah. things are expensive. So they just, everything is more expensive. And now you have like a ton of different MacBook Pros that all of them are new, but not really. It's weird. It's, you know, it takes courage. Uh, let me tell you that. <laughs> it takes courage to keep this line. What's wrong with her current MacBook Air? It's like super, super slow. It's oh, not okay. even funny. Um, I, I hear people complaining when they update like macOS or iOS on mm -hmm. their old phones. Like it made uh, my my iPhone unusable, and I'm like, nah, because I hear you know they optimize it. Um, that's not really true. It is. Well. It really is. It's just unusable that computer. Uh, it's it's it wasn't super fast to begin with when she bought it, and it's been six years. I guess I would recommend buying the exact same computer, but just newer a bit and with better uh, <laughs> with better components inside. I can't, man. That that thing is it doesn't have a retina display. 
that bezel around the screen is it's ridiculous it's crazy like you look at it and it's super old yeah oh for sure yeah but i mean mm-hmm. if you care a lot about ports then it's kind of your only option it's actually still the one with the best battery life out there 12 hours i mean or or okay i have an alternative scenario for you so <laughs> you give her your macbook adorable and you get a new macbook pro that's a i like the way you think man uh, <laughs> but <laughs> i don't think uh, i can do that because this is uh, the company's computer oh uh, okay uh, i don't think yeah. i have the power to do that uh, <laughs> but maybe i don't know and i really uh, even though i really want the new macbook just because it's new like, I can't justify it because I do, well, I have two computers right now. Mm. So it's, it's, yeah, no, don't, don't. I, I love how you're like, Kevin, stop. There's not enough different. It's like, Apple isn't innovating anymore. Da, da, da. It's like, still want it. Oh, because, it, because it's me, of course. <laughs> I want the new stuff. Uh, yeah. I'm definitely getting it. Okay. But let me tell you this. If I had like less than two-year-old, three-year-old MacBook Pro, the so the old one, the Retina one, mm-hmm. I would not buy the new one. I would not make the jump. Right. It's not yeah. worth the price. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not paying for it, so. <laughs> right. It's not as big of a deal. So it's, it's kind of easy. I've had a, this machine for over three years now, so it's due for an upgrade. Uh, ish. My battery <laughs> says it needs to be serviced. For oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, there's your proof uh, yeah. bring that to the IT yes so it's due um, also just uh, I don't want to talk about this at length because I'm not I haven't looked at it enough to have like proper opinions but just to put salt in the wound because we you know we're kind of like disappointed at Apple for all this stuff that we just talked about uh, a day prior of that event uh, Microsoft announced a new uh, Surface Studio thing which it like it, it is impressive. Like either, like if that's so. To sum up, if you, for people who don't know, uh, the Surface Studio is a new desktop computer by Microsoft. Which imagine an iMac, but instead of twenty-seven, I think it's twenty-eight um, inches. Uh, it has an aspect ratio of three by two, which is weird, or four by three, whatever. Um, so imagine uh, an iMac that you can um, bend the screen to make it like almost flat. And then you can, you have like this pencil type of thing and it's, the whole display is multi-touch. Um, it's a touch screen and you have this pencil and have this new input method uh, device, which is, um, I don't know what they call it. It's like a dial thing that you can use to, you know, scroll and whatever. <laughs> and you can put that same dial on top of the screen and that's going to like summon uh, new controls that app, apps could take advantage of. So, for example, if you're in Photoshop or something and you're drawing, uh, you can place that little dial on top of the screen and out of the dial comes new options like, a, you know, a color picker or whatever, uh, stuff like that. <laughs> so it's like we, right now, we see Microsoft crazy with innovation and like more so than Apple. Here's the thing. Uh, I'm not saying that this is the future and Apple should do this. Uh, I'm still not sold on the idea of having a touch screen on computers, um, meaning like a vertical screen, but at least it's something new um, they're exploring. Um, it looks pretty cool. I'll give you that. The The one reason I'm not even considering buying it is because Windows. I couldn't go back to that. 
Okay, I have, I have like a a pet peeve because I I've seen this exact argument a million times on Twitter. You know what grinds my gears? All right, yes, <laughs> and it's I I get why people like feel that way, um, but like you're really fundamentally comparing two different things. Like you're comparing a desktop computer with a laptop. And people are no. like, oh, like Apple announced like a little strip on your, your MacBook and then Windows announced like this big giant screen. Yeah, of course, there are different types of computer. Like let, let's see what they announced with the new iMac or, or Mac Pro before trying to compare the two together. And my, my second point is like, I don't know if you've ever tried to use Windows uh, with a touchscreen. Um, my, my parents <laughs> have one, so I've... I've had a bit of experience with it and it's Jesus. it's horrible like it's it's really not fun to like try to move the chrome window around and like not hit any of the like 25 touch targets that are in the same area like it's not really like a great like interface to be able to touch stuff um mm-hmm. so when it becomes really useful is for drawing and I like will totally give you that that for drawing it sounds amazing and I would I would love to have that in my iMac but like the the use case is like still kind of limited no like and I could see like Apple yeah. at some point making a, like a version of of macOS that you can use the um, Apple Pencil on but that wouldn't be touch like for anything else that basically you'd have like your drawing app so Photoshop or something like that you could bring down the screen and draw there on the screen, but you wouldn't interact with any of the like rest of the UI um, when you're drawing. My my biggest problem with a multi-touch uh, screen on a computer is smudges. <laughs> yeah, also that it would drive me crazy. Uh, but but to go back to your point, no, I'm not comparing a touch bar thing with this new desktop computer from Microsoft. I'm comparing that this year Microsoft was a company that made me go, whoa cool and not apple which that was almost always reserved for apple uh like surprised me wow that's that's cool and now i see that coming from microsoft which is like the last company that I would think of um would expect them to 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 make me go that ways and that's pretty much it i i feel like apple is very uh, you know the, but you've been reading rumors about apple what apple's doing for months that's why it doesn't seem like whoa that's that's cool because you've heard of it so well, much, and it even leaked before the event. That's the entire reason why I think we will never know, <laughs> right? I don't know. The way I look at it is like, okay, Microsoft announced like kind of a cool thing, but I have z- absolutely zero interest to use their garbage OS. So <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't feel like it's a something that I want or need. And to be fair, I don't. I really don't draw. A lot, like no, me neither. <laughs> on my computer, so really, like, I don't think it it would be that useful to me. I feel like the next step for Apple in laptops or whatever is to make the make a damn display. <laughs> this is what yeah, their next step. Plan. Stop everything you're doing. Stop your car product, Apple. Just create a new screen for me. I think they did. I think they did. They dropped <laughs> yes. it. See, they're listening. Wow. Uh, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> See, Apple made you go. Whoa, cool. Uh, <laughs> I feel like uh, the next step is like making the same type of display that you see now on the touch bar, m- make that uh, on the trackpad. Because then, mm. because the trackpad now are like twice the, the footprint, like they're, they're mm-hmm. twice as big, 
Um, imagine that if the trackpad had some type of screen that you could see some UI on it, and then you could use the Apple Pencil to basically draw instead of drawing on the screen, you draw on the trackpad. Yeah. It's like a mini Wacom tablet built on... Yeah, it certainly seems to be going that way. Like, I, I don't know why it would be getting so much bigger, like, if if not because of that. Mm. I don't know, it, it just Maybe. seems like... Like, it, the people were, like, showing images where... They're typing and basically like the trackpad, they cover like half of the trackpad with their hands. Yeah. Like, I don't know that you need that much like surface. Uh, like, but for drawing, it would be great. So maybe. Let's do it. But apparently they have a good, um, what's it called? Like palm detection thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh. it's not supposed to cool. be an issue, but we'll see uh, when I get mine. Looking forward to get it. All right. So, um, as we promised uh, before we go, we we will talk about episode two of Black Mirror season three, exciting. But we're gonna do that uh, on the upside down um, <laughs> part of the show. So if you wanna listen, if you wanna hear about uh, Black Mirror, uh, stay tuned. And before we go, uh, let's uh, do some recommendations. Do you have some? Yeah, of course I have recommendations. Um, so this week, the my recommendation is my wallpaper. Um, and as you may have guessed, um, new MacBook Pros got announced and they had those fancy new wallpapers on them. And turns out the artist who made them uh, made them available online. Um, so you can go in and download them. Uh, I put a link in the show notes. Uh, the artist's name is Ari Winkle. <laughs> Um, and they look gorgeous. And if you want a, a, a pro tip, you can use different, uh, they have like a bunch of wallpapers. So you can use different ones for each display. Uh, and they just look amazing and they're super colorful. And if even the, the ones that um, you've seen in the Apple event aren't your style, uh, that artist has a bunch of other ones. Uh, so check it out. It looks so pretty, but I just can't, can't even. Uh, Why is that? I mentioned this. Uh, well, like because I don't use uh, Windows in full screen, so I always see the the background mm. leading from the sides. And if the background is like super bright, it distracts me from my main window. So they need to be like darkish, right? Like the the current um, default one on Sierra is like it's as bright as I could deal with. Mm. Okay. <laughs> So they look amazing, but I don't think it works for me. But I'll I'll give it a try. I'll give it a try because they do look good. Yeah, I've I've been using them for a couple of days and they're amazing. I love them. But I really like colorful wallpapers, so <laughs> they're right up my alley. There you go. Um, my recommendation. Uh, I'm even, I'm even a bit embarrassed that I'm just recommending this now, but it's a TV show. Hey, if you have already binge-watched The Black Mirror and are wondering what else can you watch, I really rec- recommend this show called Westworld, which it's nothing new. you probably already heard of it. you probably already watched it. It's my new favorite show. Like, I watched the first episode and I was like, this is my new favorite show. Um, let me just quickly tell you why. Because, so HBO is, is, from a, is from HBO, and as we know, HBO has been desperate to, tr- to try to find a new hit because Game of Thrones is like almost done, two seasons left. They need a big hit. Uh, so they've invested millions and millions into this new show, production, 
actually came to a full halt and they reset production and recast of the actors and stuff. Mm. It was had some problems, but it's on episode five right now. It is amazing. And it's one of those shows, like if you watch uh, Lost, for example, this is kind of like it in, 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 the, in a sense that it's, it's one of those shows that every single week you just, after watching it, you go to Reddit and you read all the theories and it's like those plot twists that they are giving you hints and hints and you just think about all these theories all week long and it's amazing. Um, huh. Like me and my girlfriend right now, um, at the end of every episode, we decided to let's not go straight to the internet and Reddit and read <laughs> theories. Let's talk about this. So after every episode, like we just sit for like an hour just <laughs> speculate and, tr and talk about the show and what we think is the meaning all behind everything so uh it's a sci-fi show um to give you a very short sign-ups is like uh it stars anthony hopkins uh and um even rachel wood and some other actress actors uh <laughs> that are popular i think so the, the the gist of it is it's in the future and Humans, we have created this like theme park. Imagine a theme park, mm -hmm. but uh, in where you have a bunch of robots. So the robots are like human-like. Like you can't really tell apart. Okay, right. And and every single robot has like um, a storyline, like has a loop that resets every single day or every <laughs> single whatever. Nice. Um, and then um, and then the guests can come to this park. And basically, you have this like it, it's the park itself is based on uh, Western, like in old old West. So it's like Western in that park, and you have a bunch. Uh, I think it's like thousands of those robots, each with their own storyline, and you just can go there and do whatever you want. Uh, because it's HBO, there's a lot of nudity and prostitution and like <laughs> sex, uh, because you can just go there and have sex with everyone and shoot everyone in the head because that's what the park is for. Mm. It's for you to do whatever you want. Okay. And then things happen. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Anyway, great show. Um, 10 out of 10. Would recommend. All right. Well, now I want to watch it. I'll All right. It you out. should. You should. On HBO every Sunday. Sweet. All right, so uh, that's it for this episode. Uh, thanks for listening in. Uh, you can find all the show notes uh, at layout.fm on the webs. You can follow us on Twitter at layout.fm. And uh, if you uh, want to listen to more shows, more great shows, you can go to spec.fm uh, and find all of them. <laughs> They're all uh, pretty great. And um, if you want to chat with us, uh, we have a strong community now on slack so we have a um we are on the spec uh, fm uh, slack team and we have a layout channel so if you want to discuss what we just talked about and maybe suggest new topics for future uh, shows or stuff just go to spec.fm slash slack and you can request an invite there so be invited in you can join in join in the layout channel and and let's talk there Dude, uh, let's talk Black Mirror. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so this is episode two of season three of Black Mirror. And I feel like this one has a long kind of intro to the episode. Like the mm -hmm. the main mm -hmm. like storyline doesn't start uh, 
until like I don't know at least ten minutes in, ten fifteen minutes in. Yeah. By the way, uh, I hate to have to say this, but I feel like I do. Um, we're spoiling the heck out yes. of this episode. So if you haven't watched it, uh, well, you kind of brought it to yourself. I don't know what. You, anyway, uh, you should watch it. You should pause this, watch it, and then come back. Um, this episode is, is called Playtest. Um, I think this is my favorite episode. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm on the fence between this one and the fourth one, which I don't remember the name, but it's... Oh, I haven't you know, the seen one. the fourth one yet. <laughs> Oh my god! Please. Who are you? I'm. I'm gonna okay, watch so it tonight. Okay, so I'm not. I'm not. Spoil. I'm just saying that I'm. I'm conflicted between this or the fourth one okay. to be my favorite. Um, but I really like the theme. Uh, maybe because I watched this right after buying the PlayStation VR. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is a story about this American guy. Uh, he's. He decides to leave. Um, leave his mom and just travel the world, right? And then we see him uh, in, is it London? I believe it's London. I know it's like the UK, but pretty sure it's London. Probably. So he's out of money. Um, yeah. His mom keeps on, keeps calling him. Uh, he keeps on not answering. <laughs> and the credit card uh, failed or something. He needed to, to get some money, so he found this app. Um Actually, the friend that he was staying with uh, showed him this app, I believe, uh, that there's this new, there's this like gig that you can do to make some bucks, which is to test a video game, <laughs> right? And the video game is being developed by this, um, of course, fictitious, uh, fictional company, but it's a company that made a very popular horror game, and he decided to try it. Now, <laughs> this is a very weird one. Like after watching it, like. Thinking back to it, it's weird. I, I feel like I stopped having a sense of what's actually happening in one. <laughs> yeah. Right? And the end of this episode was like, plot twist. But no, wait. Plot <laughs> twist. No, plot twist. Kidding. Yeah. Um, so, like, basically, when he, he gets there, um, they make him try this, like, prototype. Uh, and it's like kind of this whack-a-mole game. Um, and yeah. then... He has this like really interesting exchange with like the CEO of the company, uh, and he asks him something like, "Like, do you know why people like, um, I don't know, like video games, games or something like that, or like scary, scary, scary video, scary games. video games?" Um, and I guess I was, oh, I don't know, like maybe because of the adrenaline rush. He's like, "No, mm -hmm. because you survive." Like ta ta, <laughs> um, but see, but that that interaction didn't happen. Uh, did it? Yeah, I guess it didn't. No, it didn't. So, but they, I mean, <laughs> but they still programmed it somehow. No, because the so the beauty of that thing. Well, no, I'm gonna say that we don't even. Uh, what I was gonna say is from that scene with the CEO, we know that the game. It's not scripted. It's based on whatever you fear the most. That's what's going to happen. So your own brain makes up the storyline and what happens. Mm -hmm. So I was going to say that, but then the part where they say it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> because he just collapsed before. Right. So, so there are... <laughs> the plot twists... Are. The first plot twist is that um, when 
his friend comes into the house, right? And she's like, you have to get out of here. Uh, people are disappearing. This is dangerous, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Um, that's like the first plot twist. Yeah. But then it's like, no. And, and at that point, at, the, at that point, you don't know that like there can be someone who's in that world that he can touch, right? Because so far, right. all the like monsters, like he can put his hand through it and like yeah, they're like whole yeah. Um, right. But this one is quote real, right? So that's right. the first thing we learn, and like we start questioning like, is she real? Is she not? Like, what's her deal? That's the first rule of this universe that is broken, yeah. right? Uh, or if we decide to believe that it, it hasn't been broken, then she's real. Yeah. But it's pretty apparent that she's not. <laughs> uh, and then we see uh, the guy, the, the guys telling him to go to this room, whatever. He goes in and then he freaks out. And then we see guys coming in saying, like, basically, I'm sorry, but we're going to kill you or whatever. <laughs> uh, by the way, it's been like two or three weeks since I watched this show, yeah. this episode. And then that's another freak out, right? And then he wakes up at the office with a CEO. Yeah. Right. And he's like, oh my God, that was awesome. That was like super real. It's super intense. Thanks so much. Uh, bye bye. And then he goes back home and he sees his mom uh, basically <laughs> like completely broken as a human being. Yeah. And she doesn't it, recognize him. Right. Yeah. And the, the reason she's broken is because she kept calling his son, which just left run out of the house she keeps calling uh the son and he's not answering and she's a ghost crazy so when he sees her she's like i have to call him i have to call him so she's like completely lost it and well that but also it's it's the like thing he's scared the most of because his yeah his dad alzheimer's. had uh, alzheimer's i think right and yeah, now it's like his mom also has the same thing so he has to relive Kind of that experience a second right. time. And before that, uh, before that scene when he was freaking out with all the other guys, he w he also said, like, I don't know who I am. I don't know who I am. So Alzheimer's also played a big role in yeah. that. Like, he became his father. And then he snapped out of it. It was all a dream. And then his mom uh, became his father. And then <laughs> he snapped out of it, right? Yeah. And we see that he actually, like, everything turned to crap at the first interaction we see when they plug the thing into his brain before the guacamole thing, <laughs> guacamole thing with a, that, you know, is that a squirrel or something? Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Um, so this whole thing that we've seen, all of this, <laughs> all of this realities and, and waking up from the dream inside a dream, very inception, like uh, this all took place in one second when they first, plug him into the that thing into his brain mm -hmm. and he died and but wasn't it because the phone rang yeah well yeah <laughs> that's the reason they at least put in the like the report so when he got into this room uh <laughs> the the like the supervisor thing lady told all right let's turn off the phones no phones but because his friend was like, dude, that company is awesome. Like they're, they've, they've been working on this game since forever. It's like top secret. So if you could like snap a photo or something of whatever they're working on, yeah, you know, that that's huge. So um, the supervisor leaves the room for a couple of minutes and he turns on his phone and snaps a, a picture of the whole apparatus thing. And so the phone was left on 
And then as exactly when they are injecting that thing into his brain, the phone rings. And I guess interference is kind of like <laughs> where you can't have your phones turned on on land planes. Yeah. I guess. Um, so don't have your phones on when you're playing video games or injecting things into your brain. <laughs> uh, and that was the reason. Like that, that's what caused this whole thing. Yeah. But he still felt all of this, right? So what we saw as the audience was what he was experiencing, right? Yeah. That's at least how I took it. Um, anyway, the, I, I love this episode for that, like the plot twist after plot twist after plot twist, mm. and nothing is real. <laughs> uh, and a very tragic end. I don't know, I like tragic endings. Yeah, I like, think it was a great was. episode, but in terms of thinking about the future, I, I felt like this one was less of a commentary on where society is going. Well, I like that idea, even though it's not very like generalist, like it's a very specific type of thing that the, the gaming thing, like VR and, you know, this is like well beyond VR. This is like, well, it is virtual reality, but you don't have like a headset. It's like you were actually feeling mm -hmm. it. And yeah. not only that, the game is being scripted and produced by your own brain. Right. Right. Yeah. I love that. Like it's not, so in this, in, in a scary game, the monster or whatever you're going to see is what truly scares you the most. Mm -hmm. It's not something that someone has to come up with. You know. And sometimes you don't even know what that actually, what that thing is. Like only in your subconscious. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I love that. I love that whole concept. Um, yeah. And video games. <laughs> and horror games and stuff. I, because I'm a sucker for horror games. Right. I love it. So, yeah. Cool, All cool right. episode. Cool, cool episode. Uh, I want to just give a, a shout out to to the actor who played the who played Cooper. I think I think it was pretty cool. It was pretty good on this one. It's um checking here. It's uh, Wyatt Russell. Yeah, it was great. He wasn't on anything that I can remember. Okay, <laughs> that was episode two. Uh, episode three, which. By the way, um, I'm not sure if you guys like this thing. So if you enjoy these Black Mirror like summaries and short discussions, uh, let us know either on Twitter or on the on our Slack channel thing. Yeah, um, I mean, you're basically the only person I know who's watched like the last season of uh, Black Mirror. So <laughs> really, <laughs> whether you guys like it or not, we're still gonna discuss it. But it might change whether or not it's part of the show. <laughs> Right. <laughs> but yeah, it would be great uh, to know uh, if you guys appreciate it. Or if you have like any extra thoughts or anything like that on uh, each episode, that'd yeah. be great to hear. We can follow up on the show. Yeah. Um, we've even had, had some people like chime in in the Slack channel, uh, which is great. So yeah, yeah keep that so up. Please do that. Yep. So next week, uh, the episode is third episode is called Shut Up and Dance. Yeah. And it's a pretty depressing one. Yeah, I like Jesus that Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was, it was, it was cool, but depressing. <laughs> the end, like, killed me. Um, like they all are. Which, there was, there was some ambiguity left for me. So I'm pretty excited, actually, to talk to you all about right. that. Um, but yeah, let's do it to, the, to, to next week. Yep. Okay. Dude, see ya. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. This is 99% Invisible.
I don't Roman listen Mars. to that podcast. What do you mean? Maybe you don't why. listen to 99? <laughs> I'll binge watch it at the end. <laughs> Wake me up when it's over. And <laughs> when September ends. Uh, I'm Roman Mars. <laughs> uh, this is a terrible impression. This is 99% uh, in the... Oh, my God. This could be bloopers. Hey, uh, uh, I feel like this Steven, show is going nowhere. <laughs> Steven put this at the end. Like, oh, after so tired. Theme song. Anyways, this is... All right. 